You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Sports Prep Live. Sports Prep Live. Where we unbox the mic and talk excellence in athletics. Welcome back to Sports Prep Live. I'm your host, Graydon Prescott. Today, I'm joined by a fellow media personality. She's the sideline reporter for Bishop Gorman Sports, a successful volleyball player, and a great student as well. Sutton Stoft is here on Sports Prep Live. Welcome to the show, Sutton. It's great to have you. Hi, Graydon. Thank you so much for having me today. So you are a volleyball player as well as a sideline reporter for the sports at Gorman. And one of the reasons I was interested in having you on the show was your unique perspective as both an athlete and as a media personality. Tell me, what got you started on sports reporting and when did it become a passion of yours? So as a kid, I always just grew up watching sports every Sunday in my family's like the designated sports day. So we'll always sit and watch dinner, eat dinner while we watch sports. And I just grew up being so inspired by Aaron Andrews and Jenny Taft. And I actually was influenced by one of my mentors, Susie Gergerich. Her dad was actually um, UNLV basketball coach. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. And we were just kind of talking about the different opportunities at Gorman. And we really sat down and from her kind of first step, I just kind of laid out the whole idea right. and presented it to my teacher. So it was your idea to be a sideline reporter and not someone else's idea coming to you? Yeah. Wow, that's super interesting. Um, Gorman, of course, has a number of sports programs um, and on more than most other high schools. They have bowling, lacrosse, tennis, golf, swimming. Do you cover all of those sports or are you focused more on the high profile sports like football, basketball, volleyball? So this past year, I actually just did the main three sports at Gorman, which mm -hmm. are football, basketball, baseball. And this year, next week, actually, I'm going to go to a few women's soccer games oh, nice. and... Um, a bunch of the different coaches at Gorman have asked me to stop by and cover one or two of the games. Yeah. So it's really exciting. Yeah. And I, I think with you going to the game, obviously you post everything on social media. It would get more people drawn to those sports um, that get probably less attention in the school. Yeah. Especially since it's such a big football school. Right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of football, this season, of course, has been different for you than the last. Um, I understand that you've been traveling with the team this year. Tell me how that came to be and what are some of the experiences that you've had from traveling the team? So this past year, I have just been so incredibly grateful that Coach Browner, the head football coach, kind of presented the idea to the administration. Mm -hmm. And um, my broadcast teacher, a part of BGTV, our school's television um, program, the administration and my broadcast teacher just kind of pushed me towards that just being able to travel with the team yeah. and I've had such amazing experiences on the trips and it really shows the team's personality. I stayed with the cheerleaders, right. but it really, it really is a great way to see how the team bonds outside of the field. Cause you can only see them so much in school and mm -hmm. on the field. So it's such a cool dynamic to see. Yeah. Um, 
I've seen your reporting on Instagram and they're quite popular. They get a lot of attention. Um, is reporting something that you want to carry into college and make a career out of, or is it more of a high school gig? Yeah, so I this is what I want to this is what I want to nice, do. Nice, yeah. I want to go to a successful um, television broadcast program in the South. I think that oh, the Southern the South. like football traditions are so much fun, and how everyone gets so dressed up. Um, so that's the dream is to go to school somewhere in the South and go Fox Sports or ESPN. Do you have any schools in mind? I really, personally, I really like Auburn right now. Auburn. I've heard really good things. Yeah. What about you? Because I know you do, obviously you do this, and it's really successful right now. Mm -hmm. So where do you want to take it? Well, my uh, biggest goal would be to take this to USC. Um, I've wanted to go to USC since I was a young kid. And um, when I moved out here to Las Vegas, it became more of a possibility. So, you know, my parents are always stressing to make sure I'm staying on top of my grades and make sure I'm involved in extracurriculars just so that, you know, I'm building a good profile for myself to get into the college that I want to go to, because obviously it's a tough school to get into and it has this esteemed media program. So I think with my podcast and, you know, this is also what I want to carry out for the rest of my life. I think it would be a great school for me to attend um, to further my career as a media personality. Agreed. And have you had any like any mentors this far or anyone who's really like encouraged you to start building your profile? Well, it's been my parents. um, They are my biggest mentors. They push me to um, not only with my podcast, but in every aspect of life. They push me to be the best version of myself. And um, I don't know if I could say that I have had mentors, so to speak, in every aspect, like mm-hmm. personal and sports and all of that, except for my parents. But in you know sports, my coaches have been great mentors for me. I had a coach named Lefty Moore back in Iowa. We keep in touch still. He's been a great mentor for That's me. That's awesome. Um, back a little while ago, Caitlin Clark was one of those uh, people who really kept me going and her family um her father and they really liked the idea of my podcast and they kind of pushed me to keep this thing going for a while so that's amazing yeah so I think those would be the people that I would say are the mentors that I've had yeah shifting gears a little bit okay um balancing volleyball and sideline reporting has to be a pretty difficult task so how do you manage your time with practices and games while also excelling in uh, the field of reporting so this year I actually transitioned from club volleyball and school volleyball to sand volleyball mm. so it's a bit of a different dynamic yeah. it's a team sport against just me and my sand partner uh-huh. so it's been a strange transition but I did this to focus on what I want to do which is reporting and broadcast journalism um, but last year I was balancing a bit of a juggling act with yeah. school volleyball and club volleyball and reporting. And I, I, a lot of the days of the week had a conflict with both. And so it made different people mad every time I chose one over yeah. the other. Yeah. So this year I just decided I, this is what I want to do and yeah. I want to focus on it. Yeah, so. that's, that's really impressive. I I, I think it's a great um, opportunity for you, and you're very talented, and you oh, do a great you. job with it. So You too. And how, <laughs> I know you play basketball too, mm-hmm. so how do you balance it? Oh, man. Um, it's tough because 
I want to go to my practices all the time and I want to be in my games, but at the same time, you know, if I have a, if I have an interview with uh, anyone, I have to spend the requisite amount of time preparing for that interview. Um, yeah. I spend hours just doing my research and formulating questions, like making sure that um, this interview is going to be the peak performance. I don't want anything less than peak performance. So me, I want to prioritize my podcast, just like you want to prioritize mm-hmm. your reporting. But at the same time, I'm I'm not ready to let basketball yeah. go yet. <laughs> but, Understandable. But I realize that um, the biggest opportunity for my future is in media. You know, I'm mm-hmm. okay with the basketball, but I'm not, you know, Jackson Richardson or yeah. some of the guys who you have uh, covered in your reporting. I'm I'm not that caliber of a player. So yeah. this this uh, this media and podcasting, this is really my passion. It's what I love to do. So I think if it had to come between the two, I'm going to end up choosing yeah. my podcast. Yeah. Um, you kind of read my mind with my next question. It was, <laughs> it was, have you ever felt conflicted between being a player and a reporter, especially covering your own games and sport? Yeah. So there, there are a few times or there were a few times when I was conflicted mm-hmm. and I, most of the time, well, my coaches were aware of the fact that this is kind of the path that I want to go. Right. So they were very understanding, which I'm so grateful for the fact that there was some wiggle yeah. room. But um, at the end of the day, it, reporting is just what I wanted to do. Right. So yeah. it, it just worked out for the better, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, your volleyball team did have a great season last year. I believe you were 13-1. and one. Something um, like that, yeah. That's a very great record. I want to ask the reporter in you, what do you think led to your team having that level of success? So I was on JV last year, and we... It was a team that was just me and my friends. So obviously we had the best bonding and our experience was great. But the varsity team, their bond is on a different level. And they have some of the highest athletes, as you know, like Ashley Duckworth, the Thompson sisters and Ayanna Watson. Um, So led by Coach Nunley and just the like rigorous practices every day. It's like three-hour practices. And oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not that long, but something like that. It and feels it's, like it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And the conditioning, it really shows on the court. So I think just everyone's dedication to, everyone's so dedicated to that team. And I think that's really impressive as an outsider to watch. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Speaking of volleyball, um, mm-hmm. I know you're transitioning to sand volleyball now, but I will ask, um, where did you get your start playing volleyball? Did you start when you got to Gorman or playing club? Where, where did you start? How did your volleyball journey begin? So um, I have two little sisters and the three of us all were raised the same way. We were all raised as soccer girls. Oh, okay. So my dad instantly, as soon as we turned three, we were placed on a soccer field and given a ball and just told to shoot the ball. So I actually played soccer for 10 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, I stopped when I was in sixth or seventh grade, and that's what I knew. That's what I grew up on. And along the way, I think it was third grade, um, one of my best friends, Hannah, who you know from our class, she was actually the one who invited me to join her NYS team. And from there, I just wanted to keep going on to the next level of volleyball, and I changed clubs trained with different coaches did some privates and um along the way 
obviously it's a team sport. You know this from basketball. Yeah. You learn so much. Uh-huh. You learn so much about time management, about communication, just about the different aspects of what it takes to make a, like a really strong end product, yeah. which is a win. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm just really thankful, honestly, that I went through that whole experience and obviously now I'm on a different kind yeah. of experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I think you can kind of relate to that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, um, I got my start with basketball when I was six, five or six. Um, I told this story when I had Jackson Richardson on the show. Yeah. And um, I got my start because I was at school, you know, just trying to have fun. And a girl kicked me off the court because I wasn't good. (laughs) And um, her name was Jalea. And she kicked me off the court because I wasn't a good player. So I, you know, went to my dad and told him that. I wanted to start training to be a basketball player. So I, and from there, you know, it just carried on and I, you know, I still play to this day, but, um, I really, I, I am also grateful for my opportunity. A lot of my training has been focused on just me and not as much the team aspect of, um, I realized at a younger age, especially with AAU, you have to not only be a good teammate, but you have to be able to go get it done yourself in Mm -hmm. basketball sometimes. Um, and you know, spending time with that and you know, by the time I hit nine, my podcast, I realized I was at a crossroads, especially this year when, mm-hmm. um, KUNV gave me the opportunity to come and restart my podcast. I realized I was at a major crossroads in my life and I was either going to be fully dedicated to one thing or fully dedicated to the other. And I couldn't try to, um, half effort both things like, so I'm it's a tough decision obviously yeah um but i am leaning towards my podcast just because i know i've you know i've heard people talk about it and this is something i can take a long way and i'm not the tallest guy in the world i'm not the most athletic guy in the world so basketball i know it's not gonna last forever and you know of course injuries happen and all that stuff you can't you can't play basketball forever but this is something that i can really do with my life so that's that's kind of why I'm leaning towards my podcast but yeah yeah, my start in basketball was because I lost to a girl (laughs) that's so funny (laughs) that's so funny yeah um having conducted a few interviews myself I know firsthand things definitely don't always go as planned (laughs) have you had any of those behind the scenes moments where your guest couldn't quite get the point they wanted to get across or in other words have you had any bloopers that you can share with us from your interviews I mean there's bloopers every single time (laughs) (laughs) but um I don't do my interviews live so if if I stutter or if the players don't like their response then we always just press record again and just start it over Um, but most of the time I give them a little bit of, of a heads up and a little bit of time to look over the questions. I don't mm-hmm. just blindside them because I know that their answers are going to be so much more like thoughtful and thought out yeah. than if I just give them to them on the spot, which that's that's something that the next level will do, though. Yeah. So if I did start doing that, it would only prepare them for the next level. Um, but I do ask a fun question at the end of all my interviews. and. Okay usually there are some really interesting answers (laughs) (laughs) like for example um do you know xander ruggeroli yes 
Yeah, I asked him for his fun question, what he would do if he saw an alien. Oh, no. <laughs> and he said he would dissect it. <laughs> Just a random, and it gives you a little bit of insight yeah. to their personality. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's, it's always great to have those lighthearted moments um, in interviews, you know. For you, sure. You know for sure. And with my podcast, something that we do is like a little rapid fire, and I'll ask, I'll ask my guest... Um, a few questions that oh, yeah. uh, just quick answers, quick questions. So I do that towards the end of my podcasts. Um, and I That's think I'm going to do it with you okay. as well. So okay. you're up for that. Oh, I can't tell I'll you. I'll be ready. Can't, can't, can't tell you what the question is. <laughs> okay. Are, but. All right. Um, following up with that question, who have been some of the most interesting people that you have interviewed um, so far in your time as a reporter? So obviously being a student at Bishop Gorman, we're exposed and we're surrounded with some some of the best athletes in the nation. Yeah. And so I just think it's such an incredible opportunity for us to just talk with them and me being able to interview them. It's such a unique experience. Yeah. But um, I've been to a couple opportunity. I've been through a couple opportunities where I've met some NFL players and I've got oh, to wow. interview some NFL players. Um, recently, I talked with Josh Jacobs mm -hmm. yeah, for the Raiders, one. and um, previously I've talked to Zadarius Smith. Okay. He plays on the Vikings. Yep. Um, and I also got to talk with um, recent Browns recruits, mm -hmm. um, Darian Dorian Thompson Robinson. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Those, those are very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> um, so with the increasing importance of social media and sports, how, do you, how important do you think it is for student athletes to be comfortable doing on-camera interviews and getting that you know, on-camera exposure? I feel like it's only going to increase in importance. Right. And these athletes obviously are going to go on to D1 programs and some probably even the NFL or the NBA, some really important athletes and I just think that the more practice they have now the better they become right and that's what like I said it's just going to increase in importance especially those who are going to have like commentators like in their face or reporters yeah. in their face so I think it's really great practice for anybody yeah What's up, everybody? I'm Graydon Prescott, and I'm on the mic with Sutton Stoft. We're talking it up on reporting, high school sports, and more. So, Sutton, fun question. If you could interview any athlete, past or present, does not have to be a high school athlete, who would it be and why? It would have to be Julie Ertz. Julie Ertz. Yes. Okay. And the reason behind this is because, like I said, I played soccer for 10 years of my life, so mm -hmm. soccer has a really huge importance in my life. Um She's on the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team. Yeah. And I remember watching one of the World Cups and just being so just drawn in by her energy. She plays with such a dedication. I have never seen it. I had never yeah. seen it before. And just her love of the sport, her love for her teammates. It just like her love for the game. It just really made me so inspired, even though. I wasn't even playing soccer at the yeah. time, <laughs> but I would just love to talk with her about how she got to where she is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anyone that you would? Oh, man. Uh, there's a few, but I think at the top of the list, it would have to be Kobe Bryant. Um, 
for a number of reasons. Number one, he's uh, he's one of my idols as coming up as a basketball player in a basketball family. You understand the importance of Kobe Bryant to the game of basketball. And not only that, but um, he did this podcast called Detail. And um, in that, he you know went through some plays in basketball and um, down to the m- most minute details, things that the regular eye just would not catch in a basketball game and he went over those things and explained them for everyone to hear so not just from a basketball perspective but from a podcast perspective as well you know Kobe is someone that I would have loved to had the opportunity to um, speak with and interview and have on my show because of his detailed podcast and because of his uh, successful basketball career so I'd say my answer would be Kobe Bryant that's a pretty great answer (laughs) yeah Um, so um, if it has, how has being an athlete influenced the way that you approach your reporting? Does it give you a unique perspective? It definitely does. And being a student athlete and reporting just made me realize the importance of time management and how much work really goes into that small amount of really playing and Mm -hmm. putting on that show for the audience. Um, and it just makes me respect the players so much more. Yeah. Just the, I know how much effort goes into that, and it just amazes me. It just amazes me how much yeah. they can do. Absolutely, yeah. So in your mind, how important is the role of sports journalism and reporting in shaping the culture and spirit of a school? I think it's really important in shaping, like, for example, the Gorman community. Obviously, Gorman is a very sports-oriented school. Right. But I think the coverage just gives the players a different look. Yeah. Like I said, the fun questions, you get to see their personality. On the field, yeah. you get to see them, their game faces on. And I think it's really important for the audience because the audience really, that's what they want to see. They yeah. want to see the, repeat, the real players. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think it's so important. Nice, nice. Um so as a reporter yourself you've been doing this for a couple of years now what advice would you give to young athletes who want to dip their toes into sports journalism and or reporting i would just tell them to go for it yeah just step outside of your comfort zone if you have a passion for something or even if you're interested in something just explore the topic really just try to kind of dip your feet in and go for it that's my one thing that I was really introverted, honestly, before I started doing this. Mm -hmm. Growing up, I didn't, I really just wanted to keep to myself. And stepping outside of the comfort zone was really important for me these past few years. What about you? Have you noticed anything? Um, Or, yeah, some advice I would give to someone who wants to get into this is, um, it's not always gonna be easy. It's a big commitment, uh, both with time and effort. It's a big commitment. So if you're willing to make that commitment, then you're going to reap the benefits of it. I think it's something great um, that if you have the interest in it, you should definitely um, think about, you know, taking action on that interest because, you know, it's offered me so many opportunities and um, my life has completely changed. Um, Like you, I wasn't obviously, I wasn't always the most, um, outgoing of people you mm-hmm. know I wasn't super introverted as well but I'm not I was never Mr. Um, life of the party or anything yeah. like that. that that wasn't me um, and it still isn't but I've 
kind of come out of my shell a little bit since becoming a media personality. And um, I used to be quite timid when asking people if they wanted to come onto the show. Yeah. And um, as I kind of got into the flow of things, uh, it's become just a lot easier talking to people and um, having those discussions about, you know, asking serious questions. Do you want to come on the show? Stuff like that. Or just having conversations with people that you don't know in general. Um, so I think it's a great opportunity and I would definitely suggest that if you have interest in it, then you should pursue it. Um, but just be ready because it is a commitment if you want to do it well. I agree. Yeah. So that would be my advice. Um, you and I have had conversations about possibly starting a podcast for, uh, Gorman. I think we've just call, want to call it BG round table, something yes. of that, something yes. of that nature. So wh- where do you, where do you see this going? Where do you want to do with this? So I think it would be a really cool opportunity. Gorman doesn't have anything like this. Right. Yeah. So I think it would be awesome if we just had quite literally a table, a round table of yeah. different athletes from different sports. And we ask them about different topics and we could even have the homecoming court this year on a round table (laughs) and make it fun. You know, I think it's just another way for the school to see another side of these. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. And if that were, if that discussion were ever to come to pass, I I really think that, um, I'd I'd of course be open to do it. So I think it would be something really fun to do. It would be an awesome. All right. I'm going to ask you a few quick questions. Okay. All right. (laughs) Are there any rituals or routines that you follow before a big game or an interview? Um, I always I always make sure my hair is curled. If my hair is curled, then it's going to be a good interview. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, who is the toughest opponent or team that you've ever faced in a volleyball match? Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to have to say, actually, my in my most recent sand tournament, it's going to have to be Trinity Thompson and Hannah Pemberton because it was really a really mentally tough game. It was 100 degrees outside yeah. in the blaring heat, and we just needed to finish the game. And right. Yeah. Um, tell me about a time that something didn't go as planned in one of your reports, and how did you handle it? <laughs> um, hmm. I mean, it kind of happens a lot where it doesn't go the way it's planned, but yeah. I feel like that's that's the way it should go. Yeah. You know what I mean? I always practice. I always practice my questions with my parents on mm-hmm. Thursday nights. Um, and obviously they're going to have their own unique answers, their own unique fun answers. And I think that just says kind of who, who, what kind of a person they are. Yeah. And it gives them personality. All right. All right. My last question for you is reflecting as your experience reflecting on your experiences so far what has been your biggest takeaway both as a high school athlete and as a reporter i would have to say that dedication if you are really passionate about something and if you're really dedicated to something it's going to show in your work and like you said i agree good things take a lot of work yeah and obviously this is a super hard and competitive um like yeah field Uh, you know what I mean but if you're really passionate about something I think that you can make your way to the top and that's what I've heard too yeah so absolutely yeah well Sutton it's been a pleasure having you on the show thank you for coming thank you so much for having me today 
Uh, you can check out Sutton's reporting on Instagram at Sutton underscore sideline reporting. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Sports Prep Live. I'm Graydon Prescott, and as always, have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Sports Prep Live. I'm Graydon Prescott, and don't forget to catch all of our episodes on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Sports Prep Live. Thank you. Yeah.